This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. My next guest on the line, he's a former chief of police, uh, uh, chief of police Joe Esposito. He was the police department's longest serving and highest ranking uniformed cop. For more than with more than forty four years of service, and he's a great guy. He's a fan. Uh, Joe Esposito, how are you, sir? Good, Lydia. How are you doing today? Beautiful day uh, in December. I got to tell you, what a nice weather. Thank God, right? Yeah. It was freezing cold. Thank God. So yeah. the cover of the New York Post. I actually did that as my uh, report for Sid and Friends show about two days ago about how many kids are being shot, kids killing kids. To me, it's an epidemic. You even saw a lot of the looting that happened in Buffalo. It was younger people. You see a lot of the viral videos. It's like younger people. What are you hearing? Like, are teenagers out of control? What is going on? Well, you know, it's a, it's a tough crime. To look, and just to start out, shootings and homicides are down this year. They really yes. Have done a really good job Double digits. Yeah. But here's the issue. You, you've got to get kids involved with something other than the streets. You've got to get after-school programs. You've got to get weekend programs, mentoring programs. You've got to get, you've got to get something for them to look forward to than hanging out on the street. I mean, uh, you know, you know, Patty Russo with his with his uh, boxing program. That is a phenomenal program. It takes inner-city kids off the streets. They teaches them discipline. It teaches them to stay in school. They have to have good marks, so they can't belong to the gym. Those are the programs we need. Otherwise, you've got these kids that are watching. Island video games, they're hanging out on the streets, and they have nothing better to do. I couldn't agree more. Again, we're talking to former chief of police of oh, 44 years, Joe Esposito. Talk to me about the gangs. You know, um, oh, okay. the majority of these shootings, they're gang-related. And, you know, the kids belong in school. They seem confused. They're they're out of it. And then the drill rap, I, I don't know if people know what that is. It's like r- rapping um, with the gangs and stuff like that, and it's social media. So that's yeah, it's pushing point. violence. It's yeah. pushing violence. And, yeah. and look, that, look, we've been saying this for years. The social media, uh, it, for all its good things, it's a terrible thing uh, uh, to a lot of a lot of people. You know, you see the violence. You see the video games. I got to tell you, video games is one of the worst things ever invented. The violence on those video games is unbelievable, and it makes it acceptable. It makes it acceptable to the young people. Look. If you see TV, you emulate what's on TV. If you see the video games, you emulate it. That's what happened. You, you're brainwashed as a kid. But listen, I was a young kid. I watched uh, the Lone Rangers. I, I played Cops and Robbers. If I watched uh, Dragnet, uh, I played uh, Cowboys and Indians. If I watched the Lone Rangers. So you, you, you get affected by what you watch. And these kids are watching violent games, violent movies. That's all you see on TV. And they're these rappers, a lot of them, I'm seeing these drill raps or whatever. They're showing the guns, right? They've got like, they're like little kids. Like the gun looks bigger than they are. And they've got the guns and they're in the bodegas and they're dancing around this and that. And they're saying like nasty lyrics. And then because somebody said this to you, then that one and this and that. And I, I just like, it's a whole new world out there. But we really, we have to take this seriously. We have to stop it. And for the people out there that say, well, Thank God I don't live in the city. Thank God my kid's not in a gang. I think it's spreading. I don't think it's isolated to the inner cities anymore. 
No, it's not. And it's not. And again, I, I just I, I hate to beat a dead horse, but it's the social media. It's the it's the the rap songs. It's the violent video games. It's the, the movies that, that, that show violence. And that's what kids emulate. That's what kids emulate. And you're right. It is going after the suburbs. It's not just it's not just the, the inner cities. It's more prevalent in inner cities because there's more people in the inner cities. But it's, it's, it's reached all levels of, of this country. It really has. Chief Espes- but listen, i got to tell you, that, uh, the, the mayor's doing a good job with the violence. Yes. Uh, you know, he came in here with a very, very tough situation. I mean, everything was stacked against him. The no bail, uh, all this, the city council, all the, the, the laws that they changed. You see the stabbings? Stabbings are way up. You know why? They made knives legal. Uh, when I was in the department, you couldn't have mm. a four-inch knife. Mm. What they did. No. Knives are legal. That's what is more stabbings. Why do you think there's more slashings on the trains in the streets? They made it legal. They they keep throwing the baby out with the bathwater. You got to turn some of these things around. I mean, in a, in a way, uh, uh, Rudy Giuliani had it easier when he came in. The cops wanted to do the job. We had the rules on our side. We were able. All we had to say was, "Go get them, guys." That's all he had to say. We had the tools and we had the ambition. Now. We have the tools have been taken away, and the cops are all disheartened. Look, listen, look what's happening to the police. I mean, I, I, I'm very happy the commissioner has worked with CCRB and my dear friend South Cocatera. They, they're redoing the, the matrix for the penalties on CCRB. What's I mean, CCRB for people that don't know? Civil uh, Complaint Review Board. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a matrix. You, if a cop was found guilty of this, you had to take this amount of time. You had to fire him, suspend him, him or her. But they've looked at the matrix. They realize it's, it's just too much. It was, went, over, went overboard. And, and like I said, with Sal Cocatera being on the board, he, he went to the, the commissioner. They made a presentation. And, and it looks like they're going to dial it back uh, a little bit to try and get the cops a little more uh, morale and, and you know, give them the tools they need. Right. And a lot of the cops now, because of this, uh, what is it, the diaphragm law, they're not allowed to even make arrests as effectively as they can because they're not allowed to put any type of pressure on the suspect's chest or back. So oftentimes you see these videos where the cops are kind of like wrestling with the person. They also don't even have stop and frisk. So that was another tool that cops were able to use, that way they could kind of pat you down if they suspected that you were carrying an illegal weapon. And so the cops have been neutered. Oh, without a doubt. Without a doubt. I mean, again, I go back to what we just said with the... Uh, with the council, with the council, they change the rules, and and it's so difficult for a cop that wants to do. Hey, look, the cops want to do their job. The men and women of PD, they want to go out there and do their job, but they're looking over their shoulder every single second. Who's taking a video? Who's uh, uh, you know uh, cursing them? I mean, I, I saw a video the other day where uh, the bomb squad guys had been in a, a minor altercation with a car. The guy comes out, he's cursing them, he's videoing them. And they've got to stand there and take it. Mm. In the old days, huh, that boy would have had a visit to the emergency room. I got to tell you, if he talked to me like that, he's going to the emergency room. It and was you, horrible. And you know what a lot of people don't understand, too, is that we have a minority majority police force here in New York City. And the racial slurs, it's so disgusting because I, I have friends that are cops. The, the N-word, all these things that are being hurled at them, it's it's amazing that they're able to yeah. just to take it. And it's not right. Yeah. It's disgusting. And they got to take, take a deep breath, and they still do the job. They still do the job. It's amazing. I don't know how they could do it. I don't know if I could be a cop in, in today's world. I really don't know if I could have done it. I have a friend, and he's been a cop for, I say, I think 15 years. He's in the transit division, and he's like, 
I, I just can't take the spitting anymore. I can't take the lack of respect, the lack of respect. I mean, you know, in the beginning, you know, people would wave and they'd, they'd buy you a cup of coffee. He said, now when I buy a cup of coffee, I go to only certain spots because I don't know if they spit in it or not. That's 100% correct. I, would, I wouldn't go into a restaurant or a bar that I didn't know uh, and order anything because you don't know what they're doing. To. It's horrible. It's horrible. The disrespect for law enforcement nowadays is just unbelievable. We've well, got to get it back. We've we got to get, get it back. back. And people can say what they want about Mayor Adams. I've been critical of him, too. I, I think that he is underutilizing his power. I know it's limited. I know he's just the mayor of New York City, but people like him. We support him. He has the he has he's a former cop. He knows what he's talking about. And the world will listen. Forget about New York. The world will listen. And you know what? If if the city council doesn't want to take him seriously when he says the judges need discretion or he wants to make some changes to bail reform, maybe he needs to make a trip to Washington and talk to President Biden that he's sick and tired of the crime taking control over the city. He wants to get allow cops to be able to do their jobs. He needs, as Bernie McGurk, God bless his soul, used to say, use that bully pulpit to the fullest extent. He's got the world listening to him. And I think Mayor Adams, he could make a change. And we have his back. Yeah. And listen, he came into office probably with the worst scenario possible. Yes. We had eight years of of horrible uh, uh, government in, in, in this city. He came in with no tools, no morale for the police department. Uh, no budget. I mean, we are in a terrible, terrible budget crisis. The last mayor spent every nickel we had. So he, I, I don't, I can't think of a mayor that had to come into office with worse conditions. And he's doing okay. He's doing, he's doing better than okay. Crime's going to come down. Crime's been down the last month and a half, two months, about twenty some percent for the twenty eight days. He's going to turn it around. He's going to turn it around in spite of all the things that he has against him. I believe he's going to turn it around. Well, thank and, you. so. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. Thank you so much. We got to go to a break. Joe Esposito okay. for coming on last minute. I always enjoy your texts and uh, I, you're a great friend to to me, to WABC Radio. And God bless you and God bless your family. Thank you. I'm here whenever you need me. Thanks. Thank you.